Hello and welcome to another episode of IBD Heal, a podcast brought to you by High Carb Health. I'm your host Shakul and today is another inspiring testimonial of someone who's been able to heal from ulcerative colitis. Today's story is about Pav's journey and how he's been able to heal his ulcerative colitis on a plant-based diet. So Pav worked with us for six months and was able to heal within three and explained how explains in this testimonial how being on a vegetarian diet was not enough he had to go fully plant-based before he could see the benefits of diet and lifestyle and saw the changes on in his body today's episode will be conducted by Shamiz so enjoy Pav's story everyone medication should be trying to make you better I'm not just garden or medication obviously if you need medication for serious problems then obviously check with your doctor but for me it was a bit like i needed to go in of every twice a week for a blood test like four mm. weeks then taper down then after that i thought i can't be living like this being housebound half the time i think when you can't get out of bed because you're mm. physically tired and the thing is what was probably even harder was trying to explain to people of how you're feeling because when you're saying you're tired people will be like yeah but so am i but when you have tight extreme fatigue with uc and Crohn's, it's like you've been hit by a bus like you cannot physically get up you're so drained mentally it's another for half the times it used to be when i sat on the toilet if i've gone to the toilet i used to sit there for another half an hour because i knew it was going to come mm. there was no point sometimes i think i'm just sitting there just thinking there's no point even coming out of the toilet that's how bad it got and I thought when I was laying down I was like I can't be living like this and when you're in your mid-20s you feel like that's when life should be starting for you and then you're seeing family and friends and everyone's moving on you're thinking why am I in this situation but it is up to you as well to kind of get yourself out of that situation as much as hard it is but you kind of have that push I did my research I, I did go vegetarian first just to try and I noticed I did notice straight away a difference of feeling lighter mm. but then I always notice a common denominator for me was cheese or dairy that's what I noticed like spot I always used to get spots with like with milk or cheese and stuff like that so I took that out and as things were going and progressing I started to notice a bit of relief but at the same time I was still having crack food which was still bringing the symptoms on so i thought i'll take a punch and go vegan when i've seen stories about people having bags in the stomachs or cancer can develop i think that really worked you're thinking i'm still young i can get it back but all even better so i did my research online what people who have suffered and they're all it all comes to one thing is nutrition even though i tried different nutritionists i think the difference is with you you had it Mm. Whereas they've worked with people with Crohn's and colitis, whereas you physically actually had the problem, so you can relate. Um, I remember used to, the amount of bloatedness I used to have, like, used to look pregnant half the times, even just after a meal. I think it was, we're looking about five or six weeks when we started to notice a bit of a drop in symptoms. That was the first thing to stop, I think, the blood, the mucus. Um, I think it was just the body just accepting, like, okay, we're finally starting to heal properly i think probably come up to the three month mark where i think completely everything stopped probably just under that actually even bit mm. just under three months mm -hmm. i think everything completely stopped uh, so mucus 
the bloods, um, the form of the of the toilet. Before it was quite runny, quite small, broken in bits. But then now it's starting to be larger forms. Um, so yeah, just under three months, I think it took for it to completely, completely heal and go back to its normal function itself. Oh no, the food for me was simple. Like, to be honest, it had two of my favorite things, potatoes and bananas. I already, I remember saying to you like, this is already quite easy for me. So I didn't, I didn't find it hard in the sense of, probably the first two weeks I had a bit of cravings, like yeah. when you see your family eating food, like takeouts and stuff like that. But yeah, for the diet wise, I didn't really find it a problem to be honest. I think once you've got a plan, it's easy to stick on it. Whereas before you can, you wing things a bit. If you don't write what you're eating down, you're kind of just winging it and just picking anything out of the fridge. But when it's there right in front of you, it's easier to follow. So with the smoothies, I like smoothies anyway. So that was all, that was good for me. Potatoes, potatoes are my favorite thing. Even before I was eat, when I was eating meat, potato has always been my favorite. <laughs> Even though I had a lot of favorite like meat dishes, but potatoes always number one for me in my heart. <laughs> and obviously, as I say, sometimes don't have too much fiber you can go toilet too much or something. I thought I thought to myself when now obviously when my symptoms stopped that when my symptoms started to decrease and I started to feel better I'm thinking I'm having this much fruit surely I should start to keep going toilet but I wasn't like I was I'm having that much fiber and I thought surely this is going to cause some sort of issue of having too much fiber in the body it's not too good for you but I was having that much fruit and veg and my body was still getting better and obviously as time went on near enough after the, the healing journey I started to run and I just noticed straight away I was lighter like the runs I started to do a few weeks after doing a bit of light training I've done better times this time around than I did a few years ago and that was when I was a lot much fitter I think I sent you some of the runs that I was yeah. doing I weren't doing yeah, yeah. I weren't doing those times when I was a year ago when I was a lot more fit I'm not fit at the minute because obviously with COVID and stuff like that so I'm starting to get back into the swing of things of training but I remember sending some of the runs saying Sham I'm not I've not done this run this quick a year ago and I'm not even trained properly so I'm licking my lips at the minute to see where basically I can potentially go but that's what kept me going just to see how this is the best I've got to be because I got diagnosed at 23, 24, and I'm 28 now. That's yeah. like for me, obviously, some people it's even longer than that. I've seen people who have it 10 years of their life. And for me, four or five years just gone like that. And I'm thinking, I can't be in my 30s thinking oh, how I'm going to get better. I need to do this right now because, like yourself, you pass on knowledge. Or myself, I can be passing on to someone else to help them. But you can't, you can't live like that. Your health is your wealth. Hey guys, welcome to another video. It's testimonial time again, and we have the awesome Pav Johal here who has been able to overcome yeah. his ulcerative colitis and without medications uh, for that fact. So we're going to take you through his journey on how he has been able to heal himself on a plant-based diet. So step by step, we'll talk about what his life was like before, um, what his, how his healing went and um, what his life is like now and uh, how amazing he feels on a plant-based diet and how he has solidified this diet and lifestyle 
not only for his colon health, but his heart health, his kidney health, his liver health, his brain health, and his athletic performance, which we're going to be talking about a little bit as well. So to begin, let's just talk about your life when you were diagnosed or before, you know, talk about your diagnosis um, and I guess some of the digestive problems you were facing before, what did the doctors have to say when you went to them? Um, so basically just yeah, sum up your diagnosis, what your life was like um, when you started to see uh, you know, your, your digestion being, um, I guess, unusual. And also, what were you eating previously as well? Yeah, so my problem started in 2016. Um, it was when I had a, first I had a hernia operation. So when the bleeding started, I kind of automatically thought it's come from the operation. But when I spoke to my consultant, he goes, that shouldn't have happened. So it seems there's other issues going on in your stomach. Um, I kind of ignored it. I just thought, brush it off. It'll go away. But as time goes on, it was just more blood, more more symptoms starting to pick up. So I went to the doctor's first and they straight away just went, it's piles. So right. you can either get cream or the strict one is basically get a band put up from the backside. So I didn't really want to do that. So I hopped to the easy option and just went for the cream. Um, probably the wrong idea at the time, but you just think it will go itself. So eventually it did end up putting a band behind the backside. And then two, three days after, you normally see the band come through the toilet and that kind of signals that that area should be closed up now. No more blood should come. But a few days after, the bleeding started again. So the mentality was, oh, it will just go itself, which is a wrong thing to do if you see blood straight away. I think you should just go see your doctors. It could be a small thing or a big thing, but it's best to go straight away. But then as time gone on, it was just getting worse and worse. I was losing weight. Um, my hair started to drop out, and I have not quite thick hair, but it was dropping out of a rapid state. My joints started to sift up, just a lot of inflammation. I could feel a lot of stiffness around the body. And just my stomach, I could just tell it weren't right. And so I went to the doctors a few months after, obviously seeing the problems that was coming. And... Um, at first, it was like, oh, it's, it's just nothing. It happens in when you eat spicy foods and stuff like that. But then when we did um, some tests, it came out as an infection. Mm. So they gave me, is it rectal foams that you can get? Um, some rectal tablets and stuff like that. And then imagine you're trying to put that basically in your backside every day. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's not the most pleasant thing you want to be doing, but Obviously, you just kind of go with the flow and think, I don't have medical background, so they must know what they're talking about. So, months on, they kept saying, just try it, just try it. Nothing seemed to be working. Then we had a colonoscopy, and that kind of confirmed that there is UC autocolitis. Um, so, we had different medications, and Pantasa, and no more rectal like, tablets like that big going into your backside every day um steroids steroids probably was the worst for me because the water retention i kind of just blew up in weight within four or five weeks and then when i was weaning myself down another flare-up came and it got to a point where i was going to it about 25 times a day and that was probably just on a good day <laughs> so it was getting so bad and then mentally it got draining um 
I think now I'm probably a bit more comfortable to talk about, like, it got to a point like yourself that you do get a bit suicidal and thinking. The thing is, with Crohn's and colitis, there's obviously not the most, work. there's obviously a lot more serious issues out there with illnesses, but who would want to be going toilet 25 to 30 times a day? Mm-hmm. And then you sometimes think you can't be, no human can physically be basically cracking out that much, but you see in Crohn's basically corrects us on that, and yeah, you can. So it just, it was a long journey. It took a few years just to get diagnosed with colitis, to be honest. It was, seems, they kept saying it didn't seem that bad, but when I was losing weight, my hair was falling out. It just then, I think then they were seeing, hold on, he's starting to lose weight quite a lot. And I think that was a signal to say, let's get him on the medication. But I think for me, the turning point of going my own path was when we tried all the steroids and I can't remember the name of it, but it was, I think it was an immune suppressant. And it's when they said we're going to be doing regular blood tests because we need to see if your immune system is not going down too long. And I'm thinking medication should be trying to make you better. I'm not discarding all medication. Obviously, if you need medication for serious problems, then obviously check with your doctor. But for me, it was a bit like I needed to go enough every twice a week for a blood test, like mm. four weeks, then taper down. Then after that, I thought I can't be living like this. I thought I've not had... I had medications that worked, but then flare-ups came back with a bit of a vengeance. Like it came so strong. And there's just more things started to happen into my body, like rashes started to appear out of nowhere. Um, inflammation in my eye. I remember we were saying to you that I started to develop like problems with my eyesight. And I just thought, you know, I can't be doing this. And another thing with the doctors, which I was shocked when they said, I was, I was curious because I thought, surely it's got to be something you eat it. There was like, not really. And I was a bit like, because I think as time is going on, you notice your body gets sensitive. It's giving you a bit of a hint, like this is not what you should be eating. But you kind of just ignore and just think medication will sort that out. Whereas if you have a medication and you're eating crap, it's never going to solve the problem. Mm. So I kind of just went my own way and just thought I've got to look up what I'm eating before I go on to any medication. And I took that leap of faith of just kind of going my own way. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So doctors obviously didn't have any solutions for you after many flare-ups and prednisone use and and steroids and things like that. You know, what what was the the trigger? I guess to kind of go right. I need to, to do something about this. And and what did you do when you had that feeling? Like, did you change your diet? Did you start researching? What what was it that you did? And and when you did start researching, who did you find? Um, and what was the kind of go forward for kind of like all right i need to do something i think being housebound half the time i think when you can't get out of bed because you're Mm. physically tired and the thing is what was probably even harder was trying to explain to people of how you're feeling because when you're saying you're tired people be like yeah but so am i but when you have tight extreme fatigue with uc and Crohn's, it's like you've been hit by a bus like you cannot physically get up you're so drained. Mentally, it's another... The half the times it used to be when I sat on the toilet, if I've gone to the toilet, I used to sit there for another half an hour because I knew it was going to come. Mm. There was no point... Sometimes I think, I'm just sitting there, just thinking there's no point even coming out of the toilet. That's how bad it got. And I thought when I was laying there, I was like, I can't be living like this. And when you're in your mid-20s, you feel like that's when life should be starting for you. And then you're seeing family and friends and everyone's moving on. You're thinking... 
why am I in this situation? But it is up to you as well to kind of get yourself out of that situation as much as hard it is, but you kind of have that push. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, the penny dropped when he was talking about the medications um, with the blood test, that, oh, it's going to taper your immune system down. I was thinking, this just sounds blasé to me. It just don't make sense. And then obviously it was going to get close to taking your bowels out. And I was like, and that, I think, shook me up when I've seen stories about people having bags in their stomachs or cancer can develop, I think that really worked. You're thinking, I'm still young, I can get it back, but all even better. So I did my research online with people who have suffered, and they're all, it all comes to one thing, it is nutrition. Like, find what works and find what don't. And I think you get to a point where your body starts to give you signs that if your stomach starts to hurt after one thing, take it out. And then it's just following that. But I think even though I tried different nutritionists, I think the difference is with you, you had it. Mm. Whereas they've worked with people with Crohn's disease, whereas you physically actually had the problem. So you can relate to, well, Sham, if I had this, and you're like, yeah, I understand that. Whereas the other people were just saying, um, they were like, yeah, we've worked with people with Crohn's disease, but they don't physically know how you, what you what you're going through, how you're feeling. So I did my research. I, I did go vegetarian first just to try. And I noticed, I did notice straight away a difference of feeling lighter. Mm. But then I always noticed a common denominator for me was cheese or dairy. That's what I noticed, like spot. I always used to get spots with, like with milk or cheese and stuff like that. So I took that out. And as things were going and progressing, I started to notice, a bit of relief but at the same time I was still having the crap food which was still bringing the symptoms on so I thought I'll take the punch and go vegan and I think I even to be honest I even got the mixed conception about vegan and plant-based it is different like the same reasons of doing the diet is probably for ethical reasons the same but it is you can still eat crap on a vegan diet and which I still did when I felt a lot better on a vegan diet, but I still was eating a lot of vegan junk food, which was still putting me into a flare constantly. And I was still getting phone calls from a nurse saying, you this is a sign to say you need to go on medication. But I refuse to. I've, I've not been on meds for like two years. Two years now coming up. Even when I had a flare up just before we I signed up to you, I refused to go on meds then because I knew... I'm slowly getting there. I'm finding pieces to the puzzle. Just I need to find that missing piece mm -hmm. to basically fit the whole, to see the whole picture, basically. And, and I guess that's why you kind of related to me with my videos on YouTube, because I had been through it. And you're kind of like, hey, this guy's kind of gone through this process of healing and he's done it. So, you know, get his help or maybe I can talk to him. And I guess when we had that first consultation, obviously we got along pretty well. And, and I guess if you remember any of that consultation, because it's quite a while ago, but you want to talk about the first consultation and, and what was kind of the, you know, go forward for you to join us um, when, you know, I had that consultation with you. I think the thing is from you, I think what I got was just straight up. Basically, you kind of said, look, you will 100% get better, but it's not just you do the diet and then that's it you are going to get your, your hurdles. And I think you're quite straight up that lot. We do have 
you're giving examples of some people literally just kind of walk straight through it. Mm. And then you've got some people who had a very bad detox. And I think it was like, I go back to the point because you physically had a UC that was more than enough to me. But he knows what I'm basically going through. Cause I think when you, when you're on a battle, not many people have faced, it's a bit hard to kind of keep yourself going when, like I said before, when you're talking to people saying about extreme fatigue, and the guy saying, well, everyone's tired. But when you're physically, like, can't get out of bed, like, you will understand that everyone who's been on the program, they'll understand it's bad. Like, it gets really bad. And when you said about, I think you just, I just felt I've got a bit of presence about you that you, like, you knew that this was going to work, but it's up to you to take that, that chance. I think you didn't put the pressure on me, like, saying, oh, you've got to do it. It's, mm. You just took that. Like, this is what I think. This is what you have to do. It's not going to be easy, but it'll be worth it. Whereas I think other people are probably saying, oh, you won't have, you won't have no problems on it. You, you're not going to have no healing problems, no detox problems. You're basically just going to get better day by day where that's not reality. You're, st you're still going to have your hiccups here and there. And I think that's what I kind of thought is quite straight up. Whereas people probably like, I'll oh, basically do the program, no hiccups, and you'll be 100%. So I think it was just the fact you was quite straight up with how things work with the detox that you are going to probably get more, your symptoms are going to get worse. And I'm thinking, why would he say that? Obviously, he's been through it. He knows what's going to happen. And every time, like we had our chats before when you were saying, when I just said, oh, the symptoms are going worse, you're like, yeah, that's not, that's normal. That's part of the process. I know that. Really? But then you said that from the beginning. So I think that's what kind of saw me was because you had it and you were quite straight up. So it was probably easy to relate back to saying shaman feeling like this and you exactly understand what i was going through and everyone else who's been on this program yeah man. and i think one of the things that just like to mention is that it's probably no different to a flare-up that you've been in the past you know we call it a healing crisis or a detox whatever you want to say but you know you've been through so many of them so it's not like it's a new thing for you you know yeah you've you know you do go through increased symptoms but you've also been like that in the past and it's it's not really too much of a difference it's just you you then start understanding what your body is trying to do here and i think that's when your belief and your confidence gets you know higher and higher because obviously i'm reassuring you and saying look this is what you need to do and this is what your body is doing on purpose for it to go through the healing process and once you come out the other side you know, you will start to see the benefits of this, this diet and of this lifestyle that you're going to be living. And, you know, we're seeing it here. That's why you're talking to me right now. But um, I guess let's dive a little bit more deeper into the healing. And, and I guess how did you find it? What were some of the challenges you faced during this? And, and talk about the length of time that your body kind of went through this period. Because... For you, it wasn't such a bad experience. It wasn't so long. Um, and as you started to be more confident in yourself, you started to see the results. And that's where the, the mental health comes in as well and how important that is when you're going through this. So talk about the challenges. Talk about your mental health when you're going through this. And, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Yeah, I think, like you said before, I think I had the odd days where it did feel quite rough, but then with past experience flare-ups it kind of made me cope a bit a bit better mm. i think um but 
at first when I seen what you was basically this is what you're gonna have, I was like my first initial was like I've regret this. Straight away I was thinking, what have I got myself into? Because I think for me the longest I've probably not touched any junk food is probably what, three, four weeks? And then we were planning a couple of months of going basically cold ice. Mm. So I was thinking, I've regretted this straight away. And I was thinking, what have I done? But as you, all you can do is take a day at a time. And that's when you have someone like you on the other side of the phone that helps as well. But the healing for me, like you said, I didn't have many bad days. I think for the first few weeks, I did notice a developing pattern of when I was going to the toilet. Um, I noticed it used to be like 10, 11 in the morning. And it used to be, I'll go in, come back out two minutes later, go in. And then it will be about six, seven times at once. And then I'll be done for the day. So I, I noticed a certain pattern in that. Um, yeah, I think that for the detox-wise, I think I had a few bad days when I was going about 11, 12 times a day. But it's one of those where you kind of just got to trust what you're doing is right. And like you said, because I've been through it before with my past flare-ups, it made it a bit easier to probably deal with it a bit better. Obviously, you have, down, you have down days when you're feeling more drained and stuff like that. But for me, that wasn't nothing new. It was the fact of, this has to work. Like you're eating the cleanest foods possible, the best food possible for your body. So there's no probably other way around it. And because I went, I think it was, we're looking about five or six weeks when we started to notice a bit of a drop in symptoms. In the yeah. first few weeks, it was like 11 times. I think at one point I went 11 times within an hour and a half. And like that just wipes you out the whole day. But with, with my mum and sisters and that, they helped me quite a lot with doing my food and stuff like that. So that helped a lot. But, yeah, I think it was probably six, seven weeks in, I think, we started to notice a dramatic drop in symptoms. Um, in the, the blood loss the toilet. as well. Yeah, the blood loss Yeah, I think that was the key for me. I, at first, I wanted to fuss about what, if the toilet was mushy or what. I think blood, you just don't want to see blood in your... Because mm. you just feel like that's just coming out of your body and you're just getting drained from that blood. But yeah, I think that was the first thing to stop. I think the blood, the mucus, um, I think it was just the body just accepting like, okay, we're finally starting to heal properly. Whereas before where I used to do a few days eating clean, weekend, eat whatever I want, Sunday night, my stomach's starting to hurt. And I used to do that every week, week on, week on, and eventually it starts to catch up. Whereas this time I went a couple of months and not touching anything, which gave my body a chance to actually rest. And I think the other thing at first I wasn't ha like wasn't happy was obviously you were saying you need to actually completely rest. Mm. I think like so no playing football, um, no running, no gym. I think that one was a hard, hard one to bite. But when I used to play football with my problems, I used to go toilet twelve times before a game, and I used to run. I used to play ninety minutes, but after that I was I was gone for a few days. Like it took me a long time to recover. So. For you to say you need to completely rest was hard to do, but at the same time, I probably would not have done it if I didn't go on this. I would have just carried on playing football, going to toilet as many times as I can. And it was just came to repeat, and I thought, do you know what? I just have to bite the bullet and just not do anything. But um, yeah, I think probably come up to the three-month mark where I think completely everything stopped. Probably just under that, actually, even bit, mm -hmm. just under three months. Mm -hmm. I think everything completely stopped. Uh, so mucus, the bloods, um, the form of the of the toilet. Before it was quite runny, 
quite small, broken in bits, but then now it's starting to be larger forms. Um, so yeah, just under three months, I think it took for it to completely, completely heal and go back to its normal function itself. Yeah, and that's that's a pretty quick turnaround to be honest, because you were really focused. You really understood what you needed to do, and and you know you had the drive, you had the passion to kind of defeat this, you know, and, and come out of it. So <coughs> it was it was pretty amazing to see you go through this process as well, because you know you had this side of you that was dedicated for you know football and sport, and uh, I just want to take you back um people that are watching that um Pav is you know a, a great footballer he's really committed and he's he's really good at what he does and for him to be able to still play a game and go like 12 times to the bathroom is just remarkable and i thought hang on a second if this guy can start to then work with his body and heal his body and then go back and start playing football he's going to be a machine um, and I thought, wow, this is a great opportunity for him to see what he's made of. And as he was going, and, and during this healing time, it was actually really lucky that COVID happened because you were able to stay at home and rest, you know, and everything being closed and, and obviously football matches being cancelled and stuff like that. You, you had no option but to kind of go through this process and, and be like, well, I've got nothing else to do. May as well heal my body in this time that I have and use it wisely. I think that was a really important thing because, you know, we can see COVID being a massive restriction for us or we can see it as an opportunity for us. And I think you took it as an opportunity to go, right, here's here's a time where I can build my body, I can get back up into shape. And you did, you know, and here you are. And so I guess talk about COVID and talk about how, um, you know, you went through this period of, you know, taking action, you know, instead of sitting there and going, oh, no, I'm feeling sorry for yourself. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so I think for me, with the COVID situation, I think with past experience, it kind of got me used to this COVID situation because half of the time, I was already at home. I wasn't going out as much. I wasn't doing much stuff. I didn't really want to go out because I was so paranoid that I could actually just go toilet out the blue because it has it's happened when I... I went out in a bar, I've let gas out, and it's just been blood. Mm. And then it, then that puts mental barriers into your brain. So you literally, half the time, I was already at home. So for this COVID situation, it was quite the norm for me being at home. Like, but I thought, the gyms are closed. Why not? Mother, just take the advantage of doing absolutely nothing and resting. Because I never rest. Like I was saying before, I was when I was playing football, I was going to toilet. 12 times playing come home and I was still carrying going all day all night and I weren't really resting and I think my body was just saying look it's just gonna, you're going to hit a wall soon and I think that wall was coming very soon so it was like I said it was hard to completely just stop everything when you go gym every day play football on the weekends it was hard to do that and then when you see everyone else is getting on with life and you're just basically stuck in a rut and you're thinking I need to get my life back going again so it was i had to swallow myself swallow my pride basically and say mm. you've got to rest and it's a hard thing just it's a hard thing to say i need a rest i think we always want to keep going as much as we can but to say i need a rest it's a hard thing to say to yourself 
Well, I think it's you realize that it's like now or never, right? Because it's like you've had enough of the situation, you've had enough of being sick, and here was an opportunity for you to really overcome that and, and to take your health into your own hands, man. And, and you did it, you know, and that's why we're here today. So, you know, it's an amazing achievement. Now, talk about the little wins that you had as well, because, you know, a lot of people talk about their detox and they go, oh, well, this is the challenges I face. But talk about the sort of moments in that healing where you kind of were like, oh, wow, like my body's actually healing. Like I can see it for real, you know, talk, talk about that. And whether it was just more energy or something during that period, what made you stick to it? What made you really realize that, hey, this is working? I think for me, the main, one of the main things I noticed was obviously when there's diet, you're having a lot of fruit. And obviously, as I say, sometimes you don't have too much fiber, you can go toilet too much or something. I thought, I thought to myself, when I, obviously when my symptoms stopped, that when my symptoms started to decrease and I started to feel better, I'm thinking I'm having this much fruit, surely I should start to keep going toilet. But I wasn't, like, I was I'm having that much fiber. And I thought, surely this is going to cause some sort of issue of having too much fiber in the body. It's not too good for you. But I was having that much fruit and veg and my body was still getting better. And obviously, as time went on, near enough after the, the healing journey, I started to run. And I just noticed straight away I was lighter. Like the runs I started to do a few weeks after doing a bit of light training, I've done better times this time around than I did a few years ago and that was when I was a lot much fitter I think I sent you some of the runs that I was yeah. doing I weren't doing yeah, yeah. I weren't doing those times when I was a year ago when I was a lot more fitter I'm not fit at the minute because obviously with COVID and stuff like that so I'm starting to get back into the swing of things of training but I remember sending some of the runs saying Sham I'm not I've not done this run this quick a year ago and I'm not even trained properly so I'm licking my lips at the minute to see where basically I can potentially go. Um, I think for me, the key thing or another thing was if I was, like like you're saying, with the sports and football, um, if I was pushing myself that much when I was going toilet 12 times before match, what's going to happen when I don't go toilet before match? Even Obviously, you'll probably go once as a normal pre-match nurse or whatever. Yeah. But I was just excited to see that this is going to be, like you say, you've got to, you got to put the words into your head that you're going to become a machine. So, um, so that's what kept me going, just to see how this is the best I've got to be. Because I got diagnosed at 23, 24, and I'm 28 now. That's yeah. like for me. Obviously, some people is even longer than that. I've seen people who have it 10 years of their life, and for me, four or five years just gone like that. And I'm thinking, I can't be in my 30s thinking how I'm going to get better. I need to do this right now because like yourself you pass on knowledge or myself i can be passing on to someone else to help them but you can't you can't live like that your health is your wealth like it's i think you only until you go bad enough you realize that what your body did for you in the past to try and keep you healthy and happy but sometimes when you're doing too much bad to it the body really can do so much as well you've got to give it the right things to do for it to function absolutely Absolutely. And how, how easy was the process and how easy was making the food and did you have any problems with it at all? Oh, no, the food for me was simple. Like, to be honest, it had two of my favourite things, potatoes and bananas. I already, I remember saying to you, like, 
<laughs> this is already quite easy for me. So I didn't, I didn't find it hard in the sense of probably the first two weeks I had a bit of cravings, like yeah. when you see your family in food, like takeouts and stuff like that. But yeah, for the diet, well, I didn't really find it a problem, to be honest. I think once you've got a plan, it's easy to stick on it. Whereas before you can, you wing things a bit. If you don't write what you're eating down, you're kind of just winging it and just picking anything out of the fridge. But when it's there right in front of you, it's easier to follow. So with the smoothies, I like smoothies anyway. So that was all, that was good for me. Potatoes, potatoes are my favorite thing. Even before I was, eat, when I was eating meat, potato has always been my favorite <laughs> even though i had a lot of favorite like meat dishes but potato is always number one for me in my heart <laughs> yeah man for sure same with me dude I, I don't know who can not eat potatoes in this day and age as well and um or whoever thinks that potatoes are bad for you um yeah don't know what planet you're on mate but um <laughs> good good it's it's exciting uh, to be able to see the potential that your body um, you know, obviously the potential of your body because, like I said to you before, like I knew that this was going to really benefit you, and and for you to be able to then now train properly and and see what your body's made of. I can't wait to see you back on the field, mate. Once this COVID is over, to see what you can do. Um, and uh, talk talk us about your blender as well, because that was quite a funny thing that happened because <laughs> you've been smoothing so so much. I think it what blew up or something. <laughs> yeah, well, the first one, the first one I've had for years, so that lasted a decent time anyway. But obviously, the smoke started to come out, and the second one literally blew it four days, literally just blew up, like because I was like having so many different fruits in there, so that blew up within four days because I was using yeah. it. I use it twice a day for for the smoothies. I thought it would have handled it better, but obviously, I was wrong. <laughs> And then you bought a you bought a new one, and then after that you had this like re- realization, like oh my god, what was I doing? Because it was just so smooth and etc. The dates were <laughs> yeah, because some of the yeah the blenders I was using in the past they blended the dates, but it was struggling for life when they were blending it. So half <laughs> the time when you're having this movie, the dates were weren't even blended properly. And I thought, don't get me wrong, I didn't mind it anyway, but sometimes you just you do want everything blended so it just goes down smoothly. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that didn't last too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no. So all right. Well, let's talk about your life now. I mean, you've come so far since we first kind of started, and it's amazing how fast six months can go. And um, you know, describe the feeling that you have now compared to what your life was like before. I mean, it's night and day on how. You know, energized you are and how your digestion is so good and you know talk about how and what you're doing at this point and um why you're doing it and how good do you feel mate oh i feel like a new life really i think even probably forgot to mention at one point my weight was 65 kilos I think at one point I was weighing less than my mum half the time. And like now my weight is, well, I'm 73, 72, 73 kilos now. So like my absorbing just like that is I'm absorbing the food better. Whereas before, I literally just have to have bread and have to go to the toilet. Like in the past, I could have 5,000 calories. I don't think I'll probably absorb half of that because my stomach was so messed up. So the absorption is a lot better. Like I'm actually feel like I'm having the food. Whereas 
having before in the past you're having the food but you're not absorbing absolutely nothing so that's a big difference my energy is a big difference um and the thing is i'm quite excited to look forward to it in the next couple of months because i can already feel the difference in how i'm training um i felt lighter on a vegan diet before but on a plant-based i feel even lighter so there is a difference between a vegan diet and a plant-based diet obviously you do feel quite light on a vegan diet but plant-based you just feel a bit different so i've noticed that many difference i think I've even said to you before, I feel like when I ran, when I was running, it was, I felt like I lost a toxic weight, if that made sense. Mm -hmm. Like you can feel physical weight like off the body, but I felt like toxic weight was coming out as well. So yeah, I could feel a lot of difference in my running. I've not been running for long since obviously the program, but I just know straight away I feel so light. I'm actually running quicker when I'm not even that fit compared to us. So it's yeah, exciting trying it. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. It feels a bit more effortless, like with the runs I'm doing. Um, recovering quicker. Yeah, so I'm starting to notice a lot of differences already. And it's just going to keep getting better and better each month. It's down to me now. I think obviously you've got to keep your, you've got to keep your stress levels down because obviously that can cause issues as well. So you have to watch your stress as well. Um, but it's, yeah, it's down to you, I think. I think sometimes you can't help it in the past where you let your body go or this and that. But sometimes I think when you realise you you do have a choice to get your body back to where it was or even better. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, man, that's awesome to see. And um, I guess talk about what you eat now and you're still doing the smoothies for sure. You've expanded your diet um, quite a bit. And I guess um, the pav's eating like, 3,000, 4,000, even 5,000 calories a day, which is pretty amazing. And um, it's great to see that his body has been able to come back uh, to some kind of no normality. And um, this is all without medication too, isn't it? How do you feel about that? How do you feel that you're not only on medications and you're able to live your life freely and you're able to control your bowel movements? You, you don't have any worries about going outside? What, talk to us about that. How's that's that? The, I, think that I think you just said it there. I think that's the biggest for me is not worrying. Because yeah. um, literally, when you're in a flare, you have zero control. Like, if you can sense that bit of percentage is about to come out, it's just going to come out. You have mm -hmm. no control. I've known people, um, I've read stories that people are wearing adult diapers because they can't control themselves because they're just, because their stomach's that messed up. So, for me, it was, yeah, so my diet at the minute is I'll have two smoothies and then a big meal in the evening. I just think you just notice it, it is easy on your stomach, um, where I've had in the past where I've had healthy stuff, but it took long to digest. Um, I remember used to, the amount of bloatedness I used to have, like, used to look pregnant after the times, even just after a meal. Um, so it was, yeah, stuff like that. I think the medication, I think it was just the, I think every time you got given a medication, it was, oh, but you need to watch out for this. And you're just thinking, if you're telling me it's going to make me better, but then you're always saying, you've got to watch out for this. I think it was just, I couldn't do it no more. I think the amount of times I was still getting flare-ups on medication and then we're like, okay, we're going to try this one now. Okay, we're going to try this one now. And you're thinking, I can't keep trying. I need to have a solid answer saying, this is going to happen. This is how you're going to get better. This is the way we're going to look. And I just felt, from 
the doctor's side, I think I didn't really feel that they were, they were guiding me right. At the end of the day, I think everyone's probably said that when they've had friends and clients, is, okay, we're going to try this meds or we're going to try that. It's always something different. And I've always noticed it's always a short-term relief. And then eventually it just comes back 10 times stronger. And it's just like, you can't live so how do you How do you feel that you're not on any medications anymore? You know, what what's, I mean, if, if someone was to tell you that, like, you'd be, if you do this specific thing and you won't be on medications and you'll be healthy and fit, like, you know, you would obviously do it, you know, but obviously would. Yeah, 100%. I think. I used to hate it in the mornings when I had to know I had to take that sachet or pentaser. I used to hate it because I just thought, I think deep down you just know it's not going to work. Um, it's just, it was just became a habit, basically. You get the sachet and have it. But the feeling of knowing that I'm not on medication is a great feeling because you just, when you're getting told you're on meds for the rest of your life, you're like, you what? Because when I got diagnosed with colitis, I didn't even, didn't even know what colitis was, to be honest. I, I've heard of Crohn's, but I didn't know what colitis was. But obviously, they told me it's similar. It's got similarities to Crohn's. But yeah, when they told me I'm on meds for the rest of my life, I was like, can't be having that. I don't believe in that. I yeah. think it's your belief system as well. I think if someone tells you something, and obviously, I don't have a medical background, so I'm not going to know the ins and outs of medication stuff like that. But the only person that knows your body the best is yourself. So, absolutely, I can absolutely. I can tell you something, but your body might say totally different. So, you have to respond with how your body's feeling. So, if your body's not responding way to a certain thing, maybe it's not the right path. So, I just mm. that's why I kind of thought I've got to make my own path. Mm. And I said, Lord, I appreciate your help. And obviously, at the end of the day, they are trying to help. But I just thought. I'm confident that I'll find my own way. But it's got to be the food. It's got to be what I'm eating, what I'm putting into my system. So that's how I kind of just forge my own path. Yeah, man. And then you're here now, which is amazing. And, like, you know, if it wasn't for you doing that for yourself and understanding what your body needs, and that's why a plant-based diet is so awesome because it actually works for quite a few people. Uh, you're only eating fruits and vegetables there, yeah. How can there be something wrong with eating fruits and vegetables, right? You're just eliminating <laughs> foods that are, you know, toxic to us. And um, animal foods are not healthy, period. You know, uh, you know, if you want to increase your risk of heart disease, diabetes, cancer, stroke, Alzheimer's, uh, go, by all means, go and eat them. But if you don't, then go on to a plant-based diet and, and you will see the results just like Pav has, just like I have and so many others. And... Here's a question for you. I mean, you've been through a lot, obviously, in the past, and you don't want these. You don't want to injure yourself again, right? Obviously, that's the the idea behind you know maintaining your health. So, in terms of eating foods, you know what you need to do now, don't you? And if you eat these specific foods, you're going to stay in a really good state of health, and. You know, we've talked about balance. We've talked about having a little bit here and there. But, you know, 90% eating really healthy and then 10% having a good time, you know, enjoying some things. And once you can find that balance for your body, that's when the whole idea of you know how your body works, you know, better than anyone else. Because you decide what you want to put inside of it. And you go, okay, this is this food's going to make me feel good. 
this food may not make me feel that good, but mentally it might make me feel really good and be able to socialize and eat with others and things like that. So we talked about that with post-healing and, and I think you kind of grasped that idea and it's, you know, doing the, the, the good things day in and day out, you know, that's what's going to keep you in a, in a good state of health. The consistency is really key and I think you understand that and you're living your life now according to those those values and i wouldn't see it any other way like even for myself like i eat so much fruit throughout the day and <clears throat> it's because you you feel so so good man I, and i don't think you can describe that to anyone unless you feel it yourself right because i remember there was a time when you know i was telling you that look you know i'm eating the same food as you but i'm not going through what you're going through why is that you know, it's because I've gone through the process of healing and I feel so good after coming out of that process. And it's been eight and a half years now. And, you know, how, how can you tell anyone else out there that's watching, like, how do you, like, how you feel? Because it's, it's just remarkable. Like, feeling good is better than anything tastes. And luckily, what we eat tastes bloody good anyway. But can you at all describe to people how, you feel compared to where you were before when you're, when you're eating these beautiful foods? It's pretty hard to explain. I can tell you one thing. I remember we said about, um, I used to have a problem with gluten. Remember when I said about, as soon as, yeah, I and I remember four or five months when we were doing it, I was like, sham, basically I had a, a vegan Domino's pizza, which had wheat in it, ate it, and I had no reaction to it. Normally it, I thought stopped feeling sluggish, I felt yeah. sleepy, but even that I devoured and basically I was fine. So even stuff like that helped massively as well. So Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and the key there is that, you know, you know your body and it's not like you're going to keep eating Domino's pizzas because you're right. okay with gluten, you know, but it's about going, right, my body's actually strong enough to handle these foods now. It's not going to affect me. And, you know, I think yeah. you were, you said to me, I think early on, you know, can I ever eat gluten again? And I said, well, you should be able to because gluten is not the problem here. You know, your body is, yeah. is diseased. And once you get yourself out of disease, gluten should not be an issue. And yeah. you know, that's what's awesome about you having a pizza because you can have a pizza without having any issues because your body is in a, such a healthy state. And that's the, the idea is to keep yourself in a really good healthy state so that even if you do have something else that's out of the ordinary, you will be fine. And like... I said to you before, feeling good is so much better than anything else in the world. And even better that you're not on any medications and feeling good as well. Um, and yeah, you can't describe that feeling until you're actually there um, when you're eating these foods. That are the thing you is as well, what, what did it for me as well? It's like, I think you normally hear people having a flare up probably every few months. You'll never hear probably people that have gone so many years without without a flare-up it comes quite often you probably have two three probably in years some people probably have more or less but um when you told me about the book um healing chronic colitis and then yourself when you're hearing that someone's over 20 30 20 to 30 years you've been yeah. symptom free and then yourself being eight why would you want to do it yeah exactly yeah you get Definitely. happy well, i get happy when i've gone past six months without a flare-up <laughs> yeah. two three weeks later it's gone it, it's come yeah. back so it is a bit like right let's see how long i'll do it and that is down to you now eating like he says like i had the pizza but i can go down that road again if i keep eating all that stuff again 
that's what I mean is find that happy balance of 90% eating clean but then the occasion just if you want to treat that's sort of down to you but as long as you get back on it straight away yeah and how hard is it man how hard is it I mean it's not it's not that hard at all you know going back to eating the healthy foods that make you feel good and not only are you going to be doing this for your health you're going to be doing it for your athletic performance so that's really important as well because if you want the gains then you can't just keep eating pizzas and you can't just keep eating junk food. You have to eat the foods that are going to benefit your, your recovery, which is really important for you in, in your case specifically. So you've got a whole new realm to, to find out for yourself how amazing your body can do because it's got from being diseased to ease and now you're going to take it to the next step. And I can't wait for, for you to be able to do that um, and test yourself and um, excited for you as well. So, I guess to wrap up, um, what kind of advice would you give to other people that are watching this video and, and what would you say to them? I think obviously with UC and Crohn's, we always get the idea that medication is always the answer. And obviously for some treatments, you might need medication. But I think if you've got UC and Crohn's, look at your diet. And for me, I'm not just saying it because I'm talking to you, but that diet potentially saved me from a lot of things. Um, like mental, mentally it helped me so much as well, knowing that there was an end. I think sometimes when you're suffering in that problem, you don't think there's an end, but there is. Um, but you've got to look at what you're eating. And for me, plant-based was the way to obviously ease my problems. So just go for it. I think sometimes we... Don't get me wrong, even before I even signed up, I was umming and ahhing and stuff like that. Well, as soon as I seen he's got, you didn't have a symptom, a single symptom for eight years, he sold me straight. <laughs> he sold me straight from there as soon as he said that. And, and now you're, you're, you're realising it. Yeah. You're realising it now. Five years of having symptoms. I'm yeah. like, I want 20, 30 years of yeah. no symptoms. Exactly. So just go for it. Yeah, and, and but you, you, at the you, same time, it's it's not an easy path as well. Like you got to set yourself up. Like you are going to have hiccups on the way. I won't say that. Oh, sign up, and it's going to be a straight path. And though you tell them yourself that you are, you might have detox symptoms, or you may not. Or it is hundred percent worth it at the end. Like you're willing to take those hits to see what comes after. So the hits are worth taking if you stick to it. Absolutely, man. That's really good advice. And, you know, I'm so proud of you because it takes guts and determination, no pun intended, to do this. And the people out there that I want to work with are the people that want their life back, basically. And if you have what it takes, then you're going to be able to do this, just like uh, me and so many others out there. And if you really understand what the body is doing, how the body is working for you to get better, it makes the job so much easier and you start to then believe in yourself. You start to believe in the self-healing ability and your body is always trying to help you. It's not going against you. And that's why you see so many people getting better, you know, and not relying on medications to, to, you know, help them because they have failed you. You know, medications are not working. The majority of the time they don't work long term. And if you are on medications, that's fine with diet, 
you know, choose a plant-based diet if you're on medications. You're going to benefit yourself in so many other aspects. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm super proud of you, and I'm, I'm super excited to see what the future holds for you. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be awesome. I'm definitely coming down to UK one day and uh, coming and watch a match uh, to see you play because, uh, um, you know, it's... I, I can't wait to see what you can do with your body. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, I think I'm excited to see you in the next few months where I can take this body. Um, and also, just obviously want to thank you. Like, we, even my family, they they even seen it in the days when they used to come home and I was just wrapped up in the quilt, like, basically not moved since they left the house in the morning. So I do really appreciate what you did. At the end of the day, it's just even thinking about the past, you just think, did I go through that? It's... It's just weird how time flies, but four or five years just basically of hell. And like now you feel like, right, life is ready to start. And just before, another piece of advice to people is do it now before it's too late. Because you know, I know, you don't want to be thinking, I need to de- like, get myself in shape or be healthy when you're in the, in the bad health problems. Like you don't want to do it when you're, bleeding out blood like us two mm. did and many others. You want to be doing it. You want to prevent it from happening. So start before it's, it gets worse because when it hits the fan, it hits the fan bad. <laughs> Absolutely, man. It's, and thanks so much for, you know, being a friend as well. Now, you know, we're mates. It's not a client relationship anymore. And, and you know, I wish you all the best for the future. And, um, you know, yeah, like I said, when I come to the UK, Definitely going to come check check out a game and and say hi as well and have a meal together for sure and um, yeah man I wish you all the best take care of yourself and uh, we'll no doubt talk to you soon and um, yeah man look forward to seeing what the future. No, is. Looking forward to it. Thank you again for everything and hope we'll keep it, we'll keep in contact. I think we're mates for life now. So. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah man. All right. See you later. See you later.